the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRC. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Welcome to 2022. Exactly. That we're back from a was it a three week hiatus? I guess. So, two weeks. Oh, three two weeks, weeks for me. Yeah, yes. I t- I, that's right. I, I yeah. took an extra extra day off. So oh, yes, welcome to 2022. Happy New, New Year. Great. Exactly. I I can't complain. Get rid of 2021. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. Good riddance. Yeah. So you can't complain because no one will listen, or you have pretty much. to complain about that, it. That's pretty much, yeah. No, nobody, nobody cares. So, uh, but no, it's a. Uh, I you know we're already a, we're already more than a week, a into, week uh, into it into the yeah. new year. Yeah, it, I mean it just started. Yeah. Next yes. Week, next Saturday will be two. We'll be halfway through January, and so on. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just it. Time just flies. Yeah, when it, we get it, old, that's what happens. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately yes yeah unfortunately uh let's see what do we have going on well wait, 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 wait good wait. morning it's been, i thought i said you, good morning yeah did. but did you see the sky this morning it was dark yeah it was i don't know if i saw the sky this morning i did not see 39 percent of the waxing crescent moon this morning i saw I it last evening it was very pretty oh, the, last yeah, night the last few nights the the sliver of a moon it's, yeah very pretty but it was uh it was wet out here. The parking structure has water on its roof. Yeah, it was very wet. dry at my house. Did you have any moisture? Uh, there was some because there was there was water in the water in the gutter, and all my sprinklers are shut off, so it was condensed. You know, so it was, I mean, not it wasn't gushing out or anything, but it, when it when it gets damp on the patio, it'll does condense and run yeah. down the drain. Doesn't that mean your pool's overflowing? No, the okay. pool's not overflowing. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, we're supposed to have a. Nice weekend, and then an unsettled weather pattern for the week with a mix of clouds and sun and chances of some moisture and precipitation during the week. Well, that's good because I purchased another bag of fertilizer before I left last night in preparation of unsettled weather. Well, they say that they have no indication of any heavy precipitation events through the middle of the month, which, according to your advanced calculations, Ken, would be next week. Next week. (laughs) (laughs) For those following on your calendar. I, I thought I heard something on the news that there's another atmospheric river making its way towards us. Well, I kind of hope so, but they're saying at least not in the southern half of the state through the middle through next week. Well, but it, we're going to have an unsettled weather pattern so because there's a low pressure system coming down. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. But yeah. to your point about it being a nice weekend, it was a the last two or three days have been spectacular. It I know, gorgeous. Yeah, once it warmed up, and we, yeah, and we've been very busy because of that. Well, there's tons of folks coming in. Day before yesterday, pruning roses, it was a little on the dry side, and I was a little concerned about the roses. But yesterday in the afternoon, the the air came on shore, and it cooled down, and we got some overcast. It totally changed in time for the rose pruning. So, In fact, Ken, you had commented that you thought it was getting – you thought there was a fire. It, it got so cloudy so quickly. Yeah. When I drove into work yesterday morning, it, it was so hazy all around Scripture Ranch. I thought that there was a fire burning somewhere. The temperature dropped significantly, well, not significantly, but the temperature dropped outside while we were working. On Tuesday morning when I came into work, there was a a plume of smoke coming up just below us, and it scared me. It looked like a fire, and it was that generator on the truck. 
in the parking lot. Oh, okay. But it it was smoke. I mean, it looked like smoke, not exhaust. And oh. I thought I thought it was on fire. I guess it wasn't, but it kind of concerned me at the, when I pulled in and there was this plume of smoke coming up. That would be concerning. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I could see that. Yeah. Yes. So, okay, now you can get on to the business on. at hand. All right. Classes uh, are, back in, are back on for the new year. And to kick off the new year, both stores are having bare root fruit tree, bare root fruit tree classes. San Diego's at 9 o'clock, and Kurt Peacock is going to be there teaching that class. And 9.30 in Poway, and Tyler Trimble's going to be from Beck, Backyard Fruit? Is that? Backyard Fruit San Diego. <laughs> Backyard, we yeah. were having this. We had this issue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Backyard Fruit. Yeah, so he's going to – those two guys, very, very knowledgeable people, uh, will be teaching the class. Um, and then as soon as, the, as soon as the class is over, you want to run out to the bare root section and pick out the plants that yeah. you want because they are going very quickly. Um, as of yesterday, between the two stores, we had sold 2,000 fruit trees. Wow. And yeah. we only, That's just since we the 27th. We got them on the 27th. Oh, wow. Okay. So, And then you figured that's when we got them. Right. We certainly didn't put them Price out immediately. Them Price will put them out, yeah. And, and some varieties are already sold out. Gone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll go over some of those a little bit a little bit later. Uh, let's see. Next weekend, it's going to be Winter Veggies with with Josh in San Diego at 9 o'clock. And at 9.30, it's going to be um, Rose Planting with um, Celeste from E.B. Stone. What's her last name now? Burns? I okay. almost said the wrong one. Yeah. I think it's Burns now. Um, so great speaker. Yeah, she, she's we will done have one we will have us. we will have people plenty spaced out. We're going to limit the number of chairs that are out. Um, and I'd, I believe both classes are going to yeah, be outside. Yeah, that'll be a pretty popular class. Yeah. Well, both of them. Yeah. Uh, I it, something that I completely forgot about. Although we haven't been here since it happened, um, they closed the botanical building in Balboa Park. Right. Yep. For uh, a, they're going to redo it. They're going to re, they're going to redo it, and they're. They're they're going to restore it, and they're going to and from what I heard, although I haven't seen the plans for it, they are going to make some additions to it to put it back. I think put it back closer to what it was originally back in 1915, because what's there now is only a portion of what it was for the for the exposition in 1915. I thought they I want to say just redid it. It was probably 20 years. It was ago. probably yeah, about was, 20 years yeah, ago. They they, re, they redid seem it. Like it was that long ago. I, yeah, it I seems guess it's fly, well, time flies like. Yeah. But yeah, so that's I think it's going to be closed for two years. I, I believe I saw two years as well. Yeah, so it's unfortunate because it's probably my favorite thing in Balboa Park. Well, now we can sneak in and get the plants while no one's looking. Well, I think they're taking all the plants out. <sighs> so we could help them with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now, wait, what, now, what, now, what? if something disappears, that's right. Don't You're on the question, air. don't yeah. question it when they show up at your door. Yeah. So, so just out of curiosity, what that would, was that was Mark who said that. What was it? What was it? What's there that you would like to? No, I just remember I haven't been in it for probably a couple of years, but I just every time I walk through it, I, I look in awe at all the plants that are in there. I, I don't have any particular okay. one. So if anything in particular disappears, <laughs> don't look for me. I know they they had a clown fig in there at one time. I don't know if that's still there, but that was a pretty cool plant. And then for a while they had a they had a King Kong Cariota in there that was just huge. Just amazing, but I think they took it out. Well, I don't know if it got too big or what. I don't know how I got from King Kong Cariota to the ficus. Is it Damaropsis that we have at the? What's the giant leaf? Yeah, that, it's well, it's ficus. Yeah, it used to be Damaropsis kingiana, but now it's. I think it's ficus Damaropsis now. The ones that we have at the nursery yeah. that we potted up are doing really well. Yeah, they look fantastic. Yeah, and I would not be looking for one of those. But do we still have at the Point Loma store the? Clown fig that there used to be sitting in a box in the back of, and yes, and Mark Anderson used to take cuttings or Dale was taking. Dale. Somebody took cuttings off of them. Dale, yeah. is it, does that plant still exist? Yes, we well, need somebody to take cuttings some or air layer it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a neat that's plant. That's the that's the plant you should be watching out for when I go by. Okay, <laughs> the clown fig. Yeah, if we see a big at, one in your backyard at Walter right. Anderson Nursery in San Diego. Uh, let's see the. Coming up later in the month, the 28th, 29th, and 30th, um, the Orchid Society is having their winter show and sale, and that's going to be in that's going to be in the Casa del Prado um, in Balboa Park. 
And if you haven't been to the winter show, it's it's usually it's usually a pretty interesting show. And they have there's stuff that blooms in the winter time that you won't see at their big show in March. So it's worth it's worth going to are they, take a look. Uh, are they going to be doing the the big show in March? I don't know. They haven't. I they mean, haven't. Nothing, I don't right. think they've done it for two years now. Yeah, they, I know. So uh, I don't. But I haven't heard. I, I have not heard yet. Okay. So. And it's still a little early to true to get on the uh, Botanical Garden Foundation website. But I'll I'll look into it and see and um, let everybody know. Um, bare root roses. Uh, we're trying to get them out. Uh, we've got we've got a per- fairly good selection out right yes. now. But there's a and lot we'll be more. Doing, there's we'll a lot more today. on the way. Uh, and did we ever figure out when David Austin roses are going to be in? Because they are not here yet. That is correct. Yeah. And they yes, usually, we did. Anything we, else I can help have, you with? When are they going to uh, be here? They are supposed to ship next week, which means we should get them towards the end of the week because they're coming from out of state. They're going to have to be inspected and released. So hopefully for next weekend, but no Promises, guarantees. Yeah. No guarantees. Yeah, we and won't. If, if you want David Austin roses, they are limited again this year. And just get your name on our special order list so we will hold them for you. Because if you wait till they come in, they could be gone, uh, sold out before they actually arrive. But we do have something I'm kind of excited about is we have more or almost more tree roses from David Austin coming in than we have bush roses. I didn't – we haven't had David Austin tree One roses One year before. we got 10 or we got some limited number of them. This year uh, we have – Five colors, I think. A yellow, pink, white, red, and apricot. Uh, four or five different colors. I don't know what varieties because they just listed them by color. By color. And oh. we will be getting uh, 10 trees of each color per store. We're getting 20 trees of each, which uh, we were shorted most of our bush roses. But we do have a few coming. Right. And we do have these trees coming, which I'm kind of excited about because we – the limited ones we got before disappeared immediately right, and everybody right, wanted right. them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't even remember us having them. Having them. One, yeah, we had them one year, and we only got one variety, and we just got a few. I don't remember exactly. We may not have sent any to, down to what? Okay. Number. Well, yeah, I don't I, remember I, getting them, but that doesn't – I mean, I don't remember yet. So I, I got a an updated shipping notice, so they're supposed to go out on Monday. So They ship from Texas? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, uh, keep our fingers crossed and see if they come in. We'll post it on our Facebook page too as soon as they show up. As far as I know, the asparagus did not arrive. The expected asparagus did not arrive. Are you pointing at a clock or something important? No, it was just on KOSI News. They were talking about the uh, South American palm weevil, and they showed them treating uh, date palms. Saying it's killing palm trees in San Diego. Are they were they soaking it? A soil drench? No, they were spraying it. Interesting, oh, oh. yeah. So. But yeah, that it, it's it's amazing how many how many dead palm trees there are around San Diego. Yeah, how many dead date palms there are. I, so. I, <laughs> you okay there, Dave? Yeah, I <laughs> think so. Um, no, my folks have a big Canary Island date palm behind that behind the house. It's been there since 1960. It was planted or 65, and it's dead. They, I just noticed. Um, a don't, month ago, don't stand underneath it. I, yeah. I drove up the, to the house and looked over the house. They had it trimmed about a year ago, and the top's all dead. And I'm assuming it's the palm weevil. And as I drove around the neighborhood, the immediate palms around it were fine, but the palms just up the street off of Fuerte, there was a couple more tops were dead. Yeah, and I'm guessing it's the the palm weevil. Yeah. And they're speaking here of, me. of doing a systemic, making sure that the trees all have a systemic inside it to help fight them off before the before they can attack. Yeah, and right. I had I had read somewhere that if you catch it, you can you can reverse yes. it. Right, uh, but you need to keep an eye keep an eye on the tree. With the systemic, is there any mention of the soil drench or just a? Well, they did spray? show them. They, they did show them doing a soil soil drench, drench as well. Yeah, and and that soil drench is the well. There's a the few different varieties, but it's the imidacloprid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. And it persists in the soil and in the plant for up to a year. So if you have prized palms, and we're also suggesting it for 
agaves, right? For the oh, for the wheat, the the boar. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot of those. We have seen a lot of that come through as too. well. I've not. I've not seen that one. Yeah, What's... start planting or or soaking preventively because. Correct. Yeah. Otherwise, by the time you see what's going on, the trees are dead. Yeah. And the- it's too late. Yeah. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We pulled in just behind the bridge. He lays her down. He frowns. Gee, my life's a funny thing. And we're back. Am I still too young? With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, and David Bowie. Don't forget David, David Bowie. Bowie. Can't, can't forget <laughs> David Bowie. Um, some of the stuff that we are already sold out of for the year, as far as fruit trees are concerned, Royal Crimson Cherries, Blackjack Fig, although we may get some of those from Monrovia later. In the, we will get potted, the, the potted ones. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Four-in-one Zager Pride Peach, uh, Peach Nectarine Four-in-One Showy Flowers, Persimmons, we are out of chocolate, coffee cake, giant Fuyu, and Izu. Although I wow. thought well, there was a, weren't they going to transfer? Oh, they got all those sold. And But we're going to get some more Fuyus from the other store on Monday. But if you are looking for Fuyu Persimmons this weekend, Walter Anderson Nursery at 3642 Enterprise Street in San Diego has some. Just we don't brought, take the think, ones that they're going to share with us. Yeah, we brought 11 up on Thursday, I think, and, and they, they were, were gone, gone by Thursday. the end of the day after we sold out of all the original stock. We are out wow. of... Oh, and Maru. I don't think we have any Marus. Wow. We are out of uh, Kerman and Peter Pistachios. Uh, I, I think we ought to... Let's focus on what we have. Well, we, we can't. Let me just time. finish this off. Oh, no. Uh, you're so depressing. Four-in-one Japanese plums. Uh, dessert how do you dessert the, 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 dessert uh, that's a good, pomegranate that's a good pomegranate yeah. parfianca pomegranate golden muscat grape ladyfinger grape um o'neill blueberries but even though those are that's what we're sold out of we still have tons of other stuff to choose okay from. thank you yeah tons of other stuff yeah tons and we will get more o'neill blueberries from monrovia later in the season uh, and we may get back order stuff. We will at some point. We are expecting back order material. We just don't know. They when. have to get rid of. They have to. They have to clear out all their original, original orders first before they can get to the back orders. So and there was still some working on that. Something about truck drivers, blah blah blah, and so they're behind on their original orders. And after they get all the original orders, they'll start working on back orders, which will include hopefully. The back-ordered mulberries, they're on the list. We are expecting some, not a lot. And both stores, I think, are expecting some. We'll, we'll see. Well, we got, short, we got shorted a bunch of persimmons, too, didn't we? Oh, we, we did. Yeah. We did. Because uh, we, had, we had ordered, I can't remember which one, you and I were talking about it. We had, one, of, one particular variety, we had ordered 40, and we only got... No, we ordered 50, and we, we ordered got 50. 10. We got 10. We got shorted. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. It's crazy. Yeah. It... it and one would think we would have a, we'd kind of be in line and get these things, but the demand is it's yeah, great off yeah. the charts. Yeah. Well, it just amazes me. I see people going through going through the checkout line with carts full. I mean, full of, of trees. fruit trees yes. of trees, and it's like 
how how yeah. big of a property do you have? Exactly. You know, I I've been. They think, have been I, students of ours, and yes. they've been talking to Tom Spellman. They've come to our classes, and they're doing backyard orchard culture, and they're putting in a lot of trees in a small space. Yeah, because I because I sit there and look at my backyard, and I'm like. Maybe I could get one tree in there. No, oh, no, 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 no. You could put a whole bunch. You just have to be willing to prune, take ownership of pruning. As Tom yeah. Spellman says, or you, says. Or you could do what I do. With them. Just Nothing. take them home in the pots and leave them around until they die, and then get new ones. Yeah, I've done that before uh, on a number of occasions. Yeah, was, we. Uh, uh, there, there are five new ones that I also, too, as well, purchased yesterday and left the store with when I went home. Because of the demand last year which was tremendous, and it wasn't until late in the season when we finally caught up with some of the potted plants and we were able to develop an inventory of potted fruit trees. But when we got the potted fruit trees, the demand had seemed to wane. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And I was worried about this bare root season because of that. I thought maybe that yeah. people had taken Maximized, the time and planted right. everything, and I thought Wrong. we ordered a lot of trees. Yeah. And... What happens if we go back to a normal world? But no, the demand is last year was incredible, and the sales of trees are up about 30% over last year already. Something like that, yeah. And, and, you know, something that happens every year, it's the persimmons that go first. Yeah, we cannot keep persimmons in the store. We can't keep persimmons in stock when we get bare root. I I don't understand that. It's it's a very strange thing. And they're not not to to get into it, but they're – Sort of in the high end of the price spectrum of uh, they are yeah, a lot pricier are, than the rest absolutely for, uh, yeah. for bare fruit trees. I, yeah. I got a call from a guy that he had looked at his receipt when he got home and said, "Oh, I got a potted. I was charged for a potted persimmon." I go, "Let me see," and I looked it up on and in the system, yeah. and no, that's what I yeah. think they have a high attrition rate they when do. they, they do. are yeah. too, when yeah. they're propagating them. Yeah, and so just, it makes each tree. If you get half of what you propagate. It doubles the cost of the trees, and so They're more valuable. Yeah, yeah. And, and and the Izu variety actually on the tag from Dave Wilson says that it's or that we we have out says that it's it has a high attrition rate essentially when you when you plant it. It's hard to start from bare root. So the what Tom Spellman told me is when you plant a persimmon tree, you soak it one time. When you put it into the ground, you soak the heck out of it, right. and then don't water it again until leaves come out, unless. We have a really hot, dry winter like we did last year, and then you may have to water once or twice more, but probably a month apart between waterings because if they stay too moist, it, it will kill them, and they won't come out. So you'll soak them. This year, with the rain that we've had, if we get any kind of rain over the next month Let it kill. and the temperatures stay seasonal, then you just plant them in the ground, soak them one time, and walk away. And walk away. Until you see leaves, that's good, the, and that's good hard for know. people to do. It absolutely, is I just put difficult. this in. I yeah. need to water it, right? Yeah. And when I said soak, I was telling a customer this the other day. When I said you soak it once, they thought I take it home and I put it in a bucket of water, or a trash can, and I soak the tree before I plant it. And no, that's not what I mean. Once it's planted, soak the soil and then leave it alone. Okay, are we all good with that? We I'm are okay good with that. that. Okay. That's actually the advice we hand when we. When we you sell. know the other. The other bare root trees that have a really high, really high attrition rate, hence we don't carry them bare root anymore, are walnuts and pecans. Pecans. Yeah. yeah. They, those, are, those are two tough trees to... Yeah. We leave to, that to the professionals. Yeah. <laughs> yes. they, are, they are tough. They, they are tough, the, to, tough to do. The pecan tree I have at, at my house in PQ was from a seed. Put a seed in the ground, in a pot rather, and then put it in the ground, and it's been producing for years and years and years. There's a huge pecan tree up at Grand, Tradi- Grand Traditions in, uh, in Fallbrook. Yeah, it, it's beautiful. I mean, really, really pretty tree. Um, but it, it's massive. It, there are quite a few seedlings at my folks' house that are probably 40, 50 feet tall now. And then when the wind blows, the pecans end up on the driveway. And then right now, those the flocks of parrots okay. are coming oh. around and making a ton of noise. And they are... They are messy. They yeah, they, they are. crack the shells and drop a boatload of nuts on the driveway for me to go. Collect. They don't clean them up. No, they don't go down. The <laughs> they don't put them in the comp- just Keep flying around them to, to different trees. They don't put them in the compost bin for you. No, that's horrible. No, no, no. You need to train them better. But they're very they're very good and prolific from from seed. You know where they the, are. 
you know where they grow, and I didn't realize this until I went up there and, and, and did some looking around a few years ago. Um, you know where they grow a lot of walnuts is uh, Paso Robles. They had a lot of the vineyards in Paso Robles were originally walnut orchards. I thought you were going to say yeah. the Central Valley and the Moor. When I was stationed in the Moor, they were everywhere. Yeah. Walnut, yes. Everywhere. Um, but it was it was kind of interesting. They they Most of the vineyards that had been walnut orchards prior to that left some of the walnut trees, and a lot of the vineyards are organically grown, or they organically grow the grapes, so the walnuts are organically grown too. So you go into the tasting room, and they have bags of, organically grown walnuts they're oh like 10 or 15 dollars a pound for and they're 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 shelled so it's you're not paying you're not paying for the weight of the shell um but then you go out go out to the parking lot and there's walnut trees in the parking lot and there's there's organically grown walnuts laying all over the parking lot (laughs) i'd fill my pockets pick up up a few there before you Um, before you head out just trying to help out yeah he's cleaning up yeah but that you know walnuts and Pecans, that's actually a really pretty tree, too. They are. With the, yeah. with the, I love the with pecan the pinnate, tree. With the pinnate foliage on them. It, and the, the pecans with the, it's really glossy foliage, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, a very pretty tree. My folks used to have a walnut tree. And I remember going over and picking the walnuts. And while they were on the tree, they had still had the husk on them. Mm-hmm. Right. But they had that husk fly larva that got in there. Uh, and eats the outside of the husk, and it turns into just this gooey black mess. And so yeah. I would be stained up. It was a, I'm 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 okay with that tree being gone, <laughs> at this point. I, we have a family that live up in Placerville, and one of my cousin's friends lived the property that she lived on was an old walnut orchard, and they weren't they the trees were just they naturalized in the area because they would get. They would get so much snow or rain during the wintertime, so it wasn't a, wasn't a problem. But the walnuts would produce, and they would fall off, and they used to go. They used to love to get the walnuts, but they didn't mow the grass under the under the trees anymore, so they would just go and stomp around barefoot until they stepped on a walnut, and they'd reach down and pick, pick it, it up. up. But their feet would turn black from, from the husks of the walnuts. So just an interesting little side story. Yes, yes. it's almost as sounds almost like as much fun as walking around on uh, liquid amber. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Those are, yeah. I think oh. it's a little bit different. Is it different? Yeah, I I I love liquid ambers, but man, I'm glad I I'm glad I don't have the one in my backyard anymore. It just got to be too much of a too much of a too mess. Messy, yeah. But but if you want if you want fall color or just fall foliage. That's the uh, yeah. We God, we don't sell anywhere near the number of liquid ambers that we used to, well, and people right. aren't growing near the numbers. Right? No, that's true. We used true. to have one gallon, five gallon, fifteen yeah. gallon grafted, three, four, five varieties. Right? Yeah, and and then and seedlings too. Rarely yeah. is that is yeah. that due to the the scorch? The you think, or is it just no, it's falling it's out of favor for that? Right. But yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's a good I, I think it's just. I think I, it's just one of those things that it's fell out of favor. As, yeah, fell out of favor. It, not enough transplants anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to dig up one of our old I mean, cat- people. I know what you mean. That want that, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. like that, everyone that comes color, in says, yeah. uh, my neighbors down the street have a maple tree and I want to put one in like, do you, do you yeah. sell them? And then you show them that this is probably the tree that you're speaking of. Yeah. 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 I'll have to, I'll have to dig up one of our old catalogs from the sixties and bring it in and we can see what, what's changed since, since that time. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. 
Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Um, May I just real quickly? Yes, please. I have been told we've been a little, we probably, Speaking about you. we've been All a little us. downy yeah. this morning. So we're not old, we're great, we're feeling good. We have corrective measures for the palm trees and we want everybody to be full of vim and vigor in 2022, and we're going to have the second half of this show be totally different than the first half. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, anyway. thanks, questions, thanks. give us a call. <laughs> thank, thank, thanks for your support. Yeah. We're here for you. Okay. Um, there was a, a very brief article in the newsletter about avocados that you wrote. Gems. Yeah. You want to talk e. about Martin. them? What is it? Gray E. Martin. Oh, I thought you said Ray, and I no. thought that didn't start with a G. Well, our supplier, there's one company we get Gem Avocados from, which is, one more time, Gem. Gem stands for Gray E. Martin. Those He's are the his gentleman, initials. Yeah, the gentleman that helped develop it. The hybridizer. Right. Um, and it is a very popular variety because it is precocious, which means it develops and produces at a young age, and is very fruitful in a small space as well, Correct. Or am I just making that? That's a small part? space one I didn't know. So okay. Yeah. Well, if it produces a lot when it's young, then it will produce in a small space. In we'll, the we'll beginning, anyway. I'm sure, going to go we'll with use that, that story. Um, do we still have some? We do still yes. have some, and this is the, these are the only ones that we're going to, are going to be available to us until well, it's fall, like August. Or, yeah. Well, you have August of 22 in the. That's article. almost fall. Oh, oh yeah. it's getting close. Yeah. So if you want a jam avocado, I still have one sitting in a pot when from when we. we got him last year and it's still alive so this you know what i'm gonna plant it in 2022 that's that had a boy thank you, you, I need, you which reminds me i need to go check the two that i planted last year because I, I i modified my sprinkler system so that i didn't have to go water them by hand um but i'll have to well, i'll know, have to see if they are still still with us you know ken <laughs> um when we talk to people about their automatic watering sprinklers, we suggest that maybe once a month they go out and interface with them and they check them out while they're operating to make sure they're operating. Well, I usually right. do, but it's been raining, so they've been shut off. Oh, okay. You're just talking short term, like for a just month. Just short term. Oh, yeah. okay. You're fine. Then I, I withdraw my admonition to you. Yeah. Yeah, actually, my last water bill was the cheapest water bill I've had in months. I love just just re Just rearranging I, the timing and... Every, and then right. shutting it off when if there's any kind of rain, shutting it off. I mean, it made a huge difference. I love wet January, February, March water well, bills. Oh, but, you know, one of the things that if you've ever listened to this show and we talk about rain is don't forget to water your potted plants, especially if they're, they're under a porch or an overhang. And during the holidays when it was raining, I felt funny because I was outside with a hose. It was pouring. I mean, pouring rain off the roof, but I was watering all these big potted plants that are on the porch that get zero right. rain. That makes perfect sense. It does, but it's You seems, listen to those guys I, on the radio. I, occasionally I do, but it seems so odd to be out there with a hose yeah. and it's pouring yeah. around you. You are kind of odd. Just you can just, just slide them out into the rain. So, uh, you know, I would do that if it wasn't a porch that was elevated and there were big, massive pots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't want to do that. That would not be good. Not at, not at your age. Not at my age. <laughs> oh, whoops. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. I take it back. Remember? It's 2022 and we're... We're not talking about Oh, no, you, you have to. We, you always have to have that banter. Well, not on the rest of this show. You'll get it to me later today. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll get back with you later. Okay. What else did you find over there? I'm looking. Have you guys done your, your fruit tree pruning in your yards? No. Yes. And sprayed the oil. I haven't done the copper yet. Seriously? Seriously. Way to go. New Year's Day, I pruned the trees, and then the Monday following, I sprayed, including the roses. Yeah, I haven't. You I pruned haven't. back your roses already? Yep. Okay. I haven't pruned. Uh, I haven't done that yet. I haven't done anything. I, I'm not letting this year get away like last year. So, well, see, my apricot tree is just rootstock, so I don't have to do. <laughs> well, you can it, graft. Yeah, I you could. can cut, spray, and then graft. Um, I know where I can get you some scion wood. Yeah, that, that's usually not too hard to find, but it's got a really nice shape to it. It's at the end of the pool. I was going to take it out, but Melanie wanted to leave it in. I have done none of my 
needed work. I do, I do rip up two or three hands full of weeds every morning to give to the chickens, and that's my that's my weeding work for the day. <laughs> so you feel good it's about something. that? You're accomplishing yeah. something. And I've gotten in three really good hikes already this year. That was, you know, having Saturday off, having New Year's and Christmas be on Saturdays were, were extra wonderful for my three-day weekends. Well, good. For the new year, three hikes, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Wow. Yes. You, you know, when we were talking about avocados, my folks have a holiday avocado planted in their side yard. It's not a huge tree, but the fruit on it, enormous. Is, it's massive. Yes. They're huge avocados. So that's, you may not get as many avocados, but the avocados that you get are going to make up for the lack of quantity just oh. because of the size. But now that is a, a smaller tree, right, David? That one is more yes, suitable for more continue gardening if you need to. kind of. Yeah. Right. But what surprises people about the gem, uh, the, gem uh, the holiday. holiday avocado and the reed, those big round avocados take almost 18 months to ripen. So the the flowers of this spring won't ripen until the following summer. So people need to be patient <laughs> yeah. and realize that yeah. the tree's going to bloom again time. before the, the fruit is ripe. And uh, Mr. Allman, I have a suggestion for you. Uh-oh. Perhaps you could put out buckets and collect the rainwater I and do. then pour it on I, the plants yeah. so that you're not standing out there with the hose in a in a rainstorm. Fair enough. I actually have buckets that collect some of the rain, but they still have to be watered. The buckets do? No, the plants. No, the plants do. Well, with the buckets of rainwater. Sometimes it can't wait. (laughs) Sometimes they need to be watered right then. Right. All right. That's a good idea. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, We're going to head down to Chula Vista where Alan is waiting. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Good morning, guys. Doing doing good. Interesting listening to you guys in the morning, even though you think nobody's listening. But... uh, (laughs) Anyway, when you guys mentioned walnuts, walnuts, it uh, generated a phone call to you. Um, I grew up in Nebraska, mm-hmm. and one of the favorite things I remember doing uh, with uh, with my folks and you know, my siblings was that the, the they had black walnuts growing um, along the roadside on country roads, mm-hmm. and uh, we used to go out and harvest those. And uh, harvesting them, just getting gathering them, is the easy part. The tough part is uh, getting that black uh, coating in that shell off the outside until you get down to the actual nut itself. Oh, I can imagine. Yep. And and then uh, my dad was a railroader, so he had a ball-peen hammer, and he used to tell us, show us how to do it, and then uh, he'd let us do all the heavy work on it. But and then you have to use a, a, a nut pick to get those out of the shell. Uh, they're nothing nothing like an English walnut. They're much harder to harvest, and then, of course, the the nut meat inside it isn't quite as uh, quite as much as an English walnut, but I just wonder: Have you guys um, uh, seen anything like that on the market? The ones that I remember grew, were vines that grew along the road. Of a, a, a walnut vine? Yeah, unless unless it was meant to be a tree and they just spread out into a vine. I'm not sure they grew wild. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't seen I haven't seen trees. anything like that. Right. Um, I don't even have we had black walnuts. Before we, yeah. I think we have gotten some from uh, Musa. Okay, and there uh, the is natives? there is at one of the trailheads that I uh, at McGinty there is a walnut down in mm. the creek, and it does not look like our domestic walnuts. And I I harvested some a, a year or two ago, and that what was the name Duke the Duke Walnut Cracker. Oh, that yeah, the that gear way, operated one that right. works really well, and it's designed it's for, for black, walnuts. It's for black. I thought it was specifically for black walnuts. Yes, but yeah. what do we use it for? Macadamia. Macadamia. It's a great macadamia yep. cracker. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, what, what part of Nebraska, Alan? Did you come from? Uh, Lincoln. Okay, my both of my grandparents uh, came from Bolus, which is the Bolus. Uh, right, I remember talking to your dad. Yeah, right outside of St. Paul. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, you, you mentioned the Nutcracker. It's called a Duke Nutcracker. It's Duke Manufacturing Company, and they make a, a lever action walnut cracker, and it's great for. I, I use it for for uh, macadamias. It's As perfect for that. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a heavy duty, it's a heavy duty uh, unit for sure. So you'd have to be a real diehard to uh, 
get yeah. get equipped for doing that kind of thing, yeah. I suppose. It's, yeah, it takes uh, up a good chunk of the house. <laughs> it looks like it should be, you know, if your dad was a railroader, it looks like it should be in the railroad yard doing some kind of maintenance for a train. Probably bending rails. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, there, there's a, uh, a solution for that. I happen to find them at Walmart. Um, I've got a bag in front of me here, and you're supposed to refrigerate them until you use them. It's a, um, for anybody that's interested, it's a 12 ounce a bag and it was a expensive, almost eight bucks. Wow. I don't know what, I don't know what the price is now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, with inflation, they're probably going to be closer to 10, but yeah. anyway, uh, you know, it, it, it just, it makes black walnut fudge. It's just out of this world. And I remember as a kid, you know, we, we would help harvest the nuts and then my mother would make black walnut fudge uh, once a week. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. And it, just, it was just a fun family activity, and, and uh, one of those things you look back at. Yeah, what a great memory. Yeah, it is. It yep. is. Um, uh, do you have any, any suggestions on, on uh, resources to look just for information on the black walnuts? Uh, do you guys have anything like that? Right, right now, I do not believe we do. But if you would like to come in or give either of the store, or well, I guess the San Diego store would be closer to you, they can try and order order them for you. I think they are available. Um, I'm just not sure. I think Musa had them. Hmm. Hmm. But you're not sure whether it's a vine or a tree? Well, no, it's, oh, it's, it's a not tree. a vine. It's yeah. not a vine. I haven't seen a walnut vine. Um, Musa, and, Musa Creek does have the black walnut. The, uh, jug, was it Junglins? California. Yeah. And there is, they could be espaliered. So somebody could, I've seen them grown low and wide but it's still not a a soft tissue it's a hard walnut wood tree but i've seen them grown on a fence or that type of of uh growth habit yeah yeah growth habit okay yeah the the uh, fruit itself is probably about the size it's smaller than a golf ball and they're great it's a green uh, skin on the outside mm-hmm and then you break through that with, like, with a pair of my dad's gloves, we'd, we'd work off that black uh, um, coating mm-hmm. that gets down to the nut. And that's then you get rid of all the, the mess and everything, and then you have to deal with uh, cracking the shell. Cracking the shell, yeah. Right. You know, for, kids, for kids, it was a lot of fun. It's great, a great memory for yeah. me. And anyway, I just kind of curious when you, when you guys mentioned walnut. Yeah, when you're done, Alan, ch- check out Musa Creek's website, M-O-O-S-A Creek. And in your search criteria, put Musa Creek and Black Walnut, and you'll get a hit. All right, good deal. I'll okay. do that. Alan, thanks for the call. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great Bye. have a great weekend. Uh, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Fran, stay on the line. We will be talking to you when we come back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. More Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. You know you're yelling over the music. Just, I, I mean, it I, sounds I, like it. I don't know if you actually are. It sounds that I feel that like we should done. say groovy or something. Super cool. Super cool. It's the age of Aquarius. Yes. We should. Go ahead and say yeah. it. Groovy, man. Groovy. <laughs> All right. We're going to go back to the phones. We're going to go up to Vista where Fran is waiting. Good morning, Fran. How are you? Good morning, guys. Um, I was listening to you saying that you were taking care of your um, trees, the fruit trees, and pruning them, and then doing the roses. So my question to you on the roses, 
So could you explain the steps that we would take to prepare the, um, you know, like cutting them back, what to spray on them and so forth? Yes. You get your pruners. You go out (laughs) into the garden. You cut the roses, removing dead and dying and crossing canes. And then after you get done pruning them per the directions in how to prune fruit trees and roses that you will acquire at Walter Anderson Nursery for only $10.99, and it'll give you pictures of what to cut out. And then after you have finished pruning each rose and cleaning up the debris around the base, you're going to spray them with copper because in California we can't get lime sulfur anywhere anymore. And then you're going to put down some grow power soil conditioner, some Ada Perry's Magic Formula for roses, and one other fertilizer of your choice and start the new season for your roses. That was pretty detailed, but do you do any kind of oils besides the the copper? You know, I generally do not. However, comma, um, I saw a lot of scale on one of my customers' roses a couple of years ago. I've never thought to spray oil on roses. Now, Fran, let me offer you this. If, If that was too quick for you, Saturday next week, a week from today at 930 in Poway, we have a class with Celeste from... E.B. Stone is going to be teaching roses and everything David just said she'll do in detail. Oh, that's great. I missed that part uh, completely. And I do have the pruning book that you guys um, got back going uh, again. And it, 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 I had the original book and, uh, and both of them are just delightful to read, even if you don't have the, the trees that are in the books. It's, it's fun to see how you prune different ways for different trees and roses are the same thing. So thank you guys. I'll be there next Saturday for sure at 930. Okay, Perfect. Great. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you and have a good day. Thank Thanks you very thank much. You, Happy New Year, friend. You know, I, I looking at you, George, because you set me up, you gave me Google eyes to go ahead and talk to Fran. And as soon as I got done talking to Fran, you said, well, you know, that was not worth listening to. I'm paraphrasing here. Come next, <laughs> come next week. You don't have to paraphrase. He it's exactly what I said. I said, if you didn't, if you didn't grasp that, it was too quick for you because you, you covered it perfectly, but it was very quick. And oh. if she wasn't taking notes, perhaps she didn't have a pen handy. Uh, she had her, warm, her hands around a warm cup of coffee. Well, since this is the new and happy half of the show for 2022, exactly. I'm going to let it go with that and uh, <laughs> tuck my feathers back in and go forward. There we go. Well, you know, you, who was it that was saying they they didn't think about spraying oil on the plants? Dave. That was standard operating procedure. Yes, it was. Uh, it was, vo- it was Volk oil and, and, Volk oil and lime sulfur. Okay. Correct. I uh, totally agree. Do you know how many times I sprayed lime sol- or uh, Volk oil on a rose bush? Three. I guess zero. Zero. But I did. I did as a good horticulturist. I purchased oh, the, that's all the that Volk oil yeah. and took it home. Okay. Okay. I probably still have yeah, some. So what I did is it, when I was pruning all the fruit trees, I walked past the roses, cut those back, and, used the, and then I had the oil yeah. out because I sprayed everything, so I uh-huh. hit them. And all day long had good luck. And all day long, I had. Um, I, I am. I agree. We should yeah. do that because I did see a lot of scale on on those roses. <clears throat> and, and here's why I did it though. This I've time. never seen scale on roses. I, I yeah. was kind of surprised. I was cutting, no, I wasn't cutting the roses of. back, and on the, a couple of them still had some nice rosebuds that were getting ready to open, but they they were covered in aphids. And so mm. when I cut everything back, I just hit oil on and it. And the oil will take care of all the over everything, all the, the overwintering stuff, insects, ideally. Yes. Yeah, yes. If properly yeah. applied. <laughs> applied. Yes. Well, as I recall, back in the day, you actually mixed Volk oil and, 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 and lime uh, sulfur lime together. Sulfur, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. And did it all at once. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. Well, no, not you. <laughs> We're but, talking regularly. But that's what, that's what we would tell people to do. You, Correct. And, and I think I can there hear were, Phil I, Johnson still telling people. Well, I, you know, the thing, whenever we talk about lime sulfur, it, uh, Ken, you. You, you always say, well, you know, if your trees are not defoliated, just spray because they will. But that's with lime sulfur, not yeah. with the stuff no, the we cop, use now. the copper stuff yeah, now the stuff won't, we use won't, now, won't, you're, you're going to keep but, the leaves on, on board. Until but, yeah, lime sulfur would strip them, pretty, strip them pretty fast. The, you know, the other – God, it's been so long since I've seen a bottle of Volk oil. But I think you, I think there were instructions on that for mixing yeah, – Malathion. Well, Malathion yeah. with yes, it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That well, was there's a, a concoction. Yeah. No kidding. Um, Wasn't it Malathion that uh, somebody in this state drank on stage to show that? No, it was, it was DDT. DDT wasn't it? I think I it was eating powdered. I think it was eating powdered DDT out of out of a box. 
like, but you know, when we we've talked about it before, but when you when you look at Malathion is actually a very safe insecticide uh, because when what you get used is, properly, when used yes. properly, because what you get in the bottle is only fifty percent, and so and you only use one or two teaspoons per gallon of water, and so, so I mean it it it's really really dilute by the time you by the time you put it out, but right. it's the it's the smell of it that. Yeah. That's what drives people. the bugs away. Probably, there's no other chemical yeah. reaction. It's the yeah. scent. It's the it's the smell of it. it has that that typical organophosphate smell yeah, that is to strong. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's really strong. So, yeah, we uh, we had some tenants one time in one of our rentals that would spray. They had pets and they would spray their entire yard for fleas with malathion. It just took a few days for it to <laughs> dissipate. To dissipate. Yeah, but. But yeah, it's a it, it's a it's an outstanding uh, outstanding insecticide, and I know there used to be there 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 was a chemical company called Cook Chemical, yes, yes. and I remember my grandfather always recommended for staghorn ferns for scale and other stuff on staghorns malathion, but used the Cook malathion because the Cook malathion was water based, water based, and it oil, didn't yeah. it did not it wasn't oil based, right? So. Well, speaking of stinky sprays. What I used to use back in the day was the Valent powdered orthine. orthine. Oh, oh yeah, and that stuff was bad that was news. Brutal, yeah. It was bad news. It was great. It was a great systemic, but man, Correct. it was it was bad news. And, and even though I've never sprayed, I had never sprayed horticultural oil on roses. I am a firm believer and user on horticultural oil for fruit trees, fruit citrus. Trees. Well, citrus oh, yeah. especially. So that's that's a fruit tree. So I was correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much my go-to for just about everything. It, it you, is. It's particularly you, for scale. I think yeah. it's one of the best things for scale. Yeah, You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back with another hour of Garden Talk next weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.